Even if your readers don't know what head hopping is, by removing it from your novel, you'll give them a more immersive, suspenseful, and authentic journey through the world you've built. Plus, you'll ensure they're reading your story, not trying to work out who's telling it. Louise Harnby. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee S's. Welcome to September. I can't believe it's September already. I need fall weather to be here. Please. That would be very nice. <laughs> For September, we are looking at red flags. Things that in a novel will get a reader to put it down and never pick it back up again. I feel like in this year, 2022, you and I have both made more of an effort to read a wider variety of books. And with that comes a wider variety of authors. And with that comes a lot of books that throw up a lot of red flags to readers that we just are going to put it down right away. So each episode we're talking about is a different red flag that we have put a book aside for and how you as an author can avoid that or fix it if it's something that you've realized is happening in your book. Every reader has their own thing that they just absolutely cannot handle seeing in a book. But there are some nearly universal red flags out there, and those are the ones that we're going to be focusing on. The ones that overall will get almost every reader to set it down or turn it into a spite read, which is also not a good thing. And I feel like you and I are fairly opposites in a lot of ways, and these are all things that you and I can agree on. And in today's case, that means head hopping. When the point of view shifts in the middle of the scene without like a clear scene break, these moments where we're seeing stuff from everyone's point of view at once, it's not an omniscient narrator. And whenever I see the head hopping, immediately that's a nope i'm done with the book i'm setting it aside i have a zero tolerance policy for head hopping like our quote at the beginning of the episode says whenever i encounter head hopping i am spending more time trying to figure out whose paragraph this is than actually consuming the story so my tolerance is also a zero tolerance i see it i'm try to push through it for maybe three paragraphs and then i say nope can't do it i'm done because it's more confusing than it's worth. I think the first time I really recognized head hopping was before I started writing. It was in a Star Wars book. And I was just having such trouble following the book that I wasn't on Coruscant. I was on Earth trying to read a book. So what exactly is head hopping? You mentioned that it's the jumping in middle of a scene without a clear paragraph break. That is the basic, simple definition. And it's not that people have a hard time following a story when you have multiple point of views. I read books consistently that tell a story from about 10 to 12 different people's point of view. Just look at the Stormlight books that I talk about all the time. The problem is that if you don't have those clear scene breaks, then it's never clear who's thinking, who's experiencing what it is that we're reading. 
This often happens when you have lots of different opinions about whatever's going on in the scene from different characters' points of view. But head hopping is not an omniscient narrator. That is more of just physical actions across the board or a third party who is not involved in the scene having an opinion about what's going on. The omniscient narrator is a specific style of writing and it detaches readers from the internal monologue of any particular character. It's different than head hopping, which is where we're seeing the internal monologue of every character all at once. And like I said, it's not having multiple points of view. That is still plausible. I was flipping through Warbreaker recently. He's in one chapter did, I think, three or four different points of view, but there was a clear delineation between those points of view. Okay, I get head hopping. Why is it such a red flag? Why is it that both you and I will throw a book across the room before we would finish it if there's head hopping? Because when I read, I don't want to know that I'm reading. I want to experience the story And it is so much easier to be stuck outside the story instead of immersed in it if I'm confused about anything. It's also especially confusing when you start throwing pronouns in there. You don't want to name every character all the time. That gets very burdensome very quickly. But when you have one character doing and thinking one thing and then another character in the same paragraph doing and thinking something else... Then when you have a pronoun, it's hard to know which character is doing the pronoun version of whatever the action is. For example, Bob looked into the house through the front window, casserole in hand. Ralph looked at the forks in his hand, wondering if there should be two or three on each setting. He walked to the door, shifting the items into one hand before opening it with the other. Who is walking to the door at that point? We don't know. Because we're seeing everything from multiple points of view at once. And especially when it comes to the emotion of a scene, it is really difficult and complicated if you're trying to include every single character's emotion. So you tell us that she's sad, he's angry, and they're confused. So are we. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And it breaks the reader off from being able to experience those emotions with the character who actually matters in that scene. Now that you know what head hopping is and now that you know the troubles that it comes with, how do you fix it? I think the base problem of head hopping is that the author wants the reader to know everything right now. And that's not how you should be writing a book. Limit what the reader knows because that not only gives them something to keep reading towards, but it helps eliminate confusion and trying to sort through all of a bunch of facts or opinions all at the same time. If something is happening and you're on your third edit of your book and you recognize, oh my gosh, I have head hopping here, how do I fix it? An easy way is just inserting a line break between each point of view that you're shifting to. If you're doing it three times during a paragraph, pick one and rewrite. But if you realize you started the scene from mom's point of view and then you ended the scene from dad's point of view, 
figure out where that tipping point is, and you can create a line break, and there's very little rewriting that has to happen there. Another way to avoid it is to read. The more you read analytically, and I I will say that the more you read analytically, the easier it will be to take what you read and apply it to your writing. So instead of reading just for enjoyment, take a look at the styles and how your favorite authors carry out the storytelling from a single person's point of view. And I feel like this is something that you didn't have much of an issue on as you got started. This isn't something I feel like I had much of an issue on when I got started. Because we're both avid readers, it's outside of our instinct to insert head hopping, even accidentally. As much as I love audiobooks, audiobooks will not help you with this. You need to actually read the book so you can see those physical scene breaks and see the change there. Now, one of the, I think, biggest ways is to really focus on a single character for every single thing that you do. Only one character gets to tell their emotions, their opinions, their experiences, and their thoughts. Everyone else, their opinions, thoughts, behavior is through behavior only. Observable behavior and dialogue. And we don't mean just visual observable. Obviously, if she's so angry that her voice is squeaking, we can get that she's angry. Your point of view character is observing the other characters. If you want the reader to understand what the other characters are feeling, they have to show it in a way that your point of view character understands those emotions. I think a really good way to explain this is for a character who's blushing. If your main character, the point of view character, blushes, they're not going to see the blush. They're going to feel it. The heat is going to rise to their cheeks. They're going to start to feel that sensation. They're going to feel it. However, if the person they're talking to is the one to blush, they're not going to feel the heat. They're going to see the blush, the redness rise to their cheeks. So your point of view character feels the experience. The other characters, it's just what you can see. And when it comes to you as an author, part of the fun is choosing which point of view character to pick in each scene. So when you're approaching the scene, even to sit down to write for your first draft, think about which character in the scene is going to be the most entertaining to see the scene through. And then write from that character's point of view. The final piece of advice that I have for trying to fix the head hopping is to write some short stories in first-person point of view. Anytime that you notice your main character, your first-person point of view, is telling how someone else is feeling, then that's an example of head-hopping. As much of a struggle as it can be to figure out whether or not you're doing head-hopping or really any of the red flags that we're going to be talking about this month, It may be difficult to figure that out, but it's worth the effort in finding and getting rid of it because these are things that will inhibit your writing goals, your career, if that's what you want to do. It will also make a lot of readers turn away and it can be very disappointing. So as hard as that can be, 
Take on the challenge. Improve your writing every day. And that always starts with writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 